Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Vacant Title. I am Mike Mack. With me, as always, it's not paranoia, it's Rob Hoffman. <laughs> What's going on? How's your day one? Is it as H as mine? Oh, probably not nearly as H. Um, but I did enjoy the weekend uh, and you know, the last couple of days uh, of wrestling. thought Money in the Bank was actually a pretty decent pay-per-view. What were your thoughts? Yeah, I agree. Decent is a good way to put it. I mean, I thought the men's Money in the Bank ladder match was the best part of the show, best match. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, there's a couple throwaway things. Um, a couple of endings that were kind of odd or maybe disappointing, but ultimately, I don't know, I was happy with the show. Yeah, there was nothing, you know, really all that bad that, like, really made me cringe. I mean, you know, I mean, Jinder Mahal, but that's about it. Um, <laughs> as well, far as... Uh, also, Wana. Um, to be honest, I didn't mind that. Uh, oh, I, I, I didn't mind that match that much. Um, she actually impressed me in the ring. I, I thought me. I thought it was more of a, an opportunity for her to showcase, you know, what what she can actually do as in in terms of, you know, in-ring capability, as, as opposed to, you know, I get the the idea that, like, she should not have had a competitive match with Naomi, but, you know, I, I thought it was just more to show off what she can do. Yeah, we'll get to it. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's open up with uh, the Women's Money in the Bank match that kicked off Money in the Bank. Uh, probably the biggest story from the whole pay-per-view as well. Yeah, definitely. Got everyone a buzz. I think it's, I mean... It um that whole storyline emanating from it open SmackDown was the whole focal point throughout uh, uh, that throughout SmackDown and <laughs> even close the show on SmackDown. Right. And that, I don't know if you saw the ratings. Um, they were up from two point zero seven, I think it was million last week to almost two point six million this week. Wow, that's a pretty huge boost in ratings for WWE at this point. It is. That's interesting because I guess that means people heard or at least, or you know saw what happened um, right. Sunday and were interested to see where that was going to go. Right. Which is and then what... the fact that it, 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 you know, the numbers were consistent from hour one to hour two means right. that with that being the focal point, people stayed in. Yeah. And then I think you'll actually see something similar next week with it, you know, with the uh, end result being the, you know, doing the rematch next right. week on SmackDown. I think you'll see another big uh, SmackDown ratings. Yeah. So, um, what did you think of the result of having James Ellsworth grab the briefcase for the first ever Women's Money in the Bank match and give it to Carmella? So I'm, you know, someone, I guess, that if you were to use internet terms or people who look at me would say I'm a social justice warrior type of person <laughs> um, in terms of, I don't know, I consider myself a feminist who would defend whatever. But I actually was loved, I love the ending of it. I thought it was great because it is such a dick thing to do <laughs> that it gets everyone so pissed off at Ellsworth and Carmella that I think, I mean, I don't know. I really liked it. I heard the argument that, um, I heard the argument that the heat from it comes more onto the WWE rather than Ellsworth and Carmella. And I guess I can kind of see that, but that's not how the crowd's going to react. And especially with the way that Carmella and Ellsworth handled it in the ring on, uh, on Tuesday and SmackDown, I thought, uh, I don't know. I thought it was great. Yeah. I, um, I liked it as well. I, I think we're in the minority here, but, um, I did like it, but I, I liked it for different reasons. 
Um, I liked it. Well, I, I agree with you. It gets the heat on, on Carmella and, uh, James Ellsworth and that was great. But, um, I liked it because it was real. Uh, you know, for what now, a little over a year, they've been pushing the women's movement and creating one big moment after another. And you're setting these moments up and then you're, you're getting those huge memorable moments. It's not going to work like that in the real world all the time. You know, in in sports, it doesn't work out that way. You're not going to get, you right. know, occasionally you get the guy with 499 career home runs at the winning run at the plate and then bottom in the ninth inning and he strikes out. It's just yeah. not, it's not going to work out perfectly every time. So I'm this made Mets it fan. real. I understand. I watched Andy Chavez make that catch in a game that the Mets lost. <laughs> so, so it, it creates that, that like real Aaron world Heil, sports. Man, come on, man. <laughs> creates that real sports feel to it. Um, so I, I like that, you know, I've been clamoring for that for, you know, of, of the last few episodes that I, I've been right. complaining about it, not feeling like a real sport. This made it feel real to me. Um, I just, I liked everything. I liked that it was controversial at the end. Um, you know, I'm just going to get into this right now. This is how I would have changed it though. Okay. So you knew right from the, right from the end of the match that it was controversial. There was going to be issues. Carmella came out during the women's championship match with the briefcase knowing that there was this controversy around it and then that they were going to have a decision about it a couple nights later on SmackDown. Oh, I see where you're going. Have her cash in right there and win the belt. Yeah. Then then what does Daniel Bryan do? He can't, you know, what is he going to do? He's going to take the belt belt off of her and then just, then what? Well, that would have been really good. But I think, but I feel like the questions that it raises actually does kind of just book them into a corner. Like, what do you do? Right. Well, but that's the thing. Like at that point, you can't really reverse it. And that, that makes a great storyline to me. Uh, and then you have the whole women's division up in you know turmoil. I would have really liked that a lot. Uh, I I do think the way that they went was okay. Um, you know, setting up a rematch for next week. I'm, yes, I like it because we're getting another women's Money in the Bank match. No complaints there. But um, I don't think you know taking the briefcase off of Carmella was the right decision I, I get you know it makes sense with the whole controversial ending but um i don't know it's just weird to me now i think what are they going to do are they just going to put it on charlotte are they going to you know give, make that huge iconic moment now uh it just seems a little forced i hope carmelo still walks away with yeah I, I really I'm, I'm hoping that they stick to their guns and because if you're going to do this whole controversial um storyline then you know stick stick to it don't yeah, back hope, out of it i hope she wins in another really crappy way yeah that would be great uh, anything else? The match was good, by the way. The, the, yeah, the, the it was, match, it, it was, it was very entertaining. Um, I mean, I, re- I really did like the booking, honestly. I thought, I mean, just we'll give um, a, a quick shout out also to like Becky for her uh, backstage stuff with Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Where, you know, he said, I'm sorry, Becky, it's complicated. And then she goes, is doing the right thing really that complicated? Like, that was awesome. Yeah, uh, that was good. And then the fact that uh, that segment opened with Sami Zayn in it too and having yeah. Sami Zayn, Becky Lynch, and Daniel Bryan as the three like huge baby faces there, uh, that was an awesome scene. Yeah. Um, also, I'd like to think that Daniel Bryan was having flashbacks to when the authority was screwing him over in right. 2014. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's um, like a lot of layers to that. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, just a little bit off topic, um, but like transitioning – with Daniel Bryan, did you see what he said that he totally expects to wrestle in 2018? I did not see that. Yeah. Um, if the WWE won't let him and he continues to work, his contract is going to run out. Huh. And uh, he said he's going to wrestle. 
that that is interesting. Um, it, wow, it's, cool. like you know the this the, now what I'm like what I'm going to read from Meltzer is uh, that he thinks Brian wouldn't wrestle if his health is a serious risk, but the doctor um, he went to healed him. Um, with all of the doctors that were non WWE clearing him for action, and now him getting more treatment, that uh, it could be a thing. That's interesting. We talk about a huge signing for uh, TNA. That would be. <laughs> oh yeah, he's not going to go to TNA. He'd, <laughs> he'd totally go to New Japan. Yeah, yeah, man, whew. that would be pretty, pretty interesting shakeup. Holy crap! Yeah, <laughs> I wonder if the WWE would kind of almost renege on it and then let him wrestle if he would stay. You know I feel I mean? like they like would have they to. Are faced with the option of losing him entirely. Yeah. Or, but then that's just crazy. Yep. I don't know. I, I think they would. I think they would back down eventually rather than lose Daniel Bryan altogether. He's, he has, he's too popular. He has too much power. See, I'm thinking the exact opposite where they're going to take a firm stance on the injury thing. Possibly. I, I don't know. It would be interesting to see. Yeah. Or maybe he's just bluffing. Who knows? Yeah, or no. maybe he decides his health isn't at risk and he just continues on. Or maybe he just goes and uh, raises his baby. I don't know. Hey, be careful. Don't don't mention his baby. He doesn't like that. <laughs> uh, did you watch Talking Smack? No, I didn't. I didn't see it yet. Uh, well, I didn't a realize really that. funny interaction with, uh, first of all, Carmella and James Ellsworth were on that and killed it again. Okay. Um, Carmella's literally crying. So good, and and then meanwhile, um, James Ellsworth is talking to Daniel Bryan, making the comparison between Carmella and his daughter. And how would you like it? <laughs> Ellsworth goes, "How would you like it if someone stripped her?" And then Daniel Bryan goes, "If someone stripped who? Did what to my daughter?" <laughs> James Ellsworth almost corpsed, like almost died laughing. <laughs> but credit to Carmella. She actually continued crying and started crying harder and said, "Stop laughing about this. This isn't a joke." And so it was really, it was a really good segment overall. Yeah, I, I didn't realize that Talking Smack became must-watch television again by adding or by bringing back Daniel Bryan. I was saying, it's only because Daniel Bryan's right. back. <laughs> the entirety of Talking Smack was great. I love Daniel Bryan so yeah, much. I, will. I love, I love him being back on TV in the uh, GM role. I think he killed it last night. He killed it uh, last night. Whatever. Tuesday Close night. Enough. Yeah. Was that last night? What day is it? No, it, it's it. <laughs> oh man. Uh, uh yeah, no, I agree. I'm very happy that he's back. Uh take the mic away from Shane McMahon, please, and you know, handle business. Yeah. Uh anything else from the women's match? No, I'm uh, good. Alright, we'll move on to the tag team championship match. New Day versus the Usos, which I thought honestly had potential to steal match of the night. Before um, the men's Money in the Bank match, uh, yeah, it was pretty good. If it wasn't for a countout ending, because I, I have a hard time giving match of the night to a countout ending, yeah. But um, I, but I didn't mind that. I didn't mind the ending as far as progressing of. this storyline. I agree, but I feel like I don't want them to be carrot heels. I feel like what should have happened is they just like got a chair and started wailing on one of them with a chair and got themselves disqualified or did something to get themselves disqualified and not because a count out seems like such a wimp, wimp move you know yeah i don't mind it as much because they they didn't it's not like they ran away they didn't it wasn't the miz you know like hiding behind maurice and running um it was more like you know because they were still kind of like looking back and like you know talking some trash towards them um so it, was, it wasn't 
it didn't feel to me like okay the Usos are are you know scared of these guys and they're running away. It was it was more like they they feel like the New Day is not worth their time. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I mean, I, I get I get the issue with them getting counted out. It, it was a little bit weird, but I again don't mind it because I want this storyline to right, progress. Right. Um, and the match was awesome, though. A lot of those close calls. Um, Kofi had some really good spots, so I, I really yeah, liked it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. Um, and what did we get from SmackDown? Uh, Biggie went over one of the Usos. I can't. I don't know which right. one. I I forget too. And then <laughs> um, Mojo Rawley and Zack Ryder um, petitioned Daniel Bryan that they should be number one contenders because they had won that uh, tag team whatever right. turmoil was before Zack be Ryder got injured. Contenders. Well, he got injured in, the in match that match. That he yeah. Won. Yep. Yeah. So. Um, Next week on SmackDown, it's going to be the Usos versus Zack Ryder and Mojo Rawley. And if Zack Ryder and Mojo Rawley win, they're number one contenders. That's going to be interesting. Um, yeah. I, I'm not sure if I want to see them thrown into the mix. Um, right. Would you give you're not, us... You're, like, you're not going to have a face New Day screw them over. Right, no, you're not going to so get that. either you, you know, kind of... Delegitimize Mojo Rawley and Zack Ryder, which maybe they do, and they just split up since Mojo was kind of getting a little bit of a singles push. Yeah, um, I, I kind of hope that's the case, just so they get Zack Ryder into something useful. Right. So um, there's a number of different ways I could go. Yeah, true. Uh, I, I wouldn't put it past them to give us, uh, you know, a triple threat tag team rivalry yeah, leading to the next. What is the next SmackDown pay per view? Apparently, it's Battleground. I didn't know there was another one between. Now in SummerSlam, but it's Battleground. Yeah, well, I mean, we have the whole month of July, so they they're gonna have, they have to give us something. Right. Well, I, I well, Great Balls of Fire. Well, yeah, a, but I mean for SmackDown because yeah, that's, yeah, that's a no, long time no, ago. Yes, no. um, that will be a really long break. Um, yeah. All right. I'm so to see, yeah, July twenty third. July twenty third. Okay. Oh, it's and, in Philly. Oh, and summer. Huh. What is the day for SummerSlam? I think it's like August twenty second. Um. August 20th. Yeah, there we go. All right, so yeah, they definitely need to get something else in there. August 20th would have been two, well, yeah, more than two months. Um, I wonder, are tickets on sale? <laughs> <laughs> so anything else on the SmackDown tag division? I want to see Brizongo get back into it. Um, yeah, after I was a little they... bit disappointed there was nothing uh, going on with them. Yeah, well, I that storyline... that this storyline... They just let it fall flat. They just threw it to the side, really, by having the Ascension come out and basically job to Brizongo. Right? They just randomly blew it off for the Ascension to do a quick job match? Yeah, I don't know what the point of that was. Yes, like, what did it, do? It, didn't, it didn't get the Ascension any heat. It didn't, you know, it didn't really put Brizongo over in a big way. It was It was kind of just a waste of time. Their absence on SmackDown was disappointing. Also, another absence, um, I don't remember where this came in the card on Battleground, but the appearance of Maria Kanellis and Mike Kanellis. Oh, yeah, that was uh, probably right after the tag match, I think. Um, or it might have been after the women's title match. But, uh, yeah. yeah, that was interesting. Uh, I mean, you told me about this beforehand, that it was, it was probably coming. Um, it's pretty funny that they gave... Uh, Mike Bennett, his wife's last name. Yeah, that is pretty funny. And also really funny was the complete sound of disappointment and sadness in JBL's voice when he said that. <laughs> um, it felt to me, I don't know if um, 
you know, if I had the, the volume too low or what, but it felt to me like it fell flat with the crowd. Uh, I didn't really hear much of a reaction from them. I think most of the people there were probably wondering what the hell is going on. Yeah, I, I honestly don't remember. Um, <laughs> whatever, I was, in, I was into it. The thing is, it seems so much like the Miz and Maurice's gimmick. That's exactly what I was going to say. Is the, the gimmick can work because it's been proven that it can work. At least now the Miz and Maurice are on a different show. Um, and you can have them, you know, in a funny segment cross paths at a pay-per-view or something, like at SummerSlam. Um, and I'm not familiar with their work in TNA. I don't watch TNA, but... Um, Me either, honestly. Well, from, they were in TNA. They were uh, New Japan. Oh, they were New Japan. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Okay, I thought I, I thought I heard that they were with uh, TNA as well. Um, honestly, maybe both. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, I, Everyone knows. I only watch but it. just going off of uh, Maria Kanellis's run with WWE before, uh, I there's no excitement for me here. I don't know. I, I don't know. Just not really interested. She works better as a valet. I think that's right. what she was doing. Yeah, I'm a, I'm all right with that. If that's going to be the case, I don't know it. But like I said, I don't know anything about Mike Bennett, so I don't know what kind of you know he talent we're getting. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. She has a nice butt, though. So whatever. <laughs> Uh, so I guess we'll see where that goes. It could, you know, I'll give it a shot. The gimmick is okay, um, yeah. but you're right; it, it is a little. Then, but it's so weird to debut them randomly at Money in the Bank and then not have them appear on SmackDown. Yeah, that is true. That that was very strange. I didn't even think about that because honestly, I forgot about it by Tuesday. So clearly, right. it's not really going to work all that well for me. <laughs> um, we'll see where it goes. Yeah, interesting. I didn't realize they they didn't come out on SmackDown. Weird decisions. Uh, yeah. Let's jump to the women's championship match that we touched on a little bit before. Uh, Naomi and Lana. I like I said, yeah. I was impressed with what Lana did. Um, I, yeah, and this went for ahead. seven and a half minutes. That's you know, it could have been maybe a little bit shorter, but it, it was fine. I told you how I would have changed it. Have have Carmella hit come in, cash that, in. Oh, that would have been so good. Yeah, would have been would have been perfect. Would have set up everything, but um, you know, instead we are where we are. Especially if they did it in um, the the Brock Roman Seth Rollins way, where it became a triple threat, and Carmella won it by making Lana submit or pinning Lana. True, that could have been good too. That would have, had, but that, El, that obviously had Ellsworth. So much controversy. No, yeah, there you go, right there. Have her cash in well before the the match is over. Have James Ellsworth talking trash to uh, to um, Naomi the whole time. Have Naomi lay out Lana before all of this happens, and then have Carmella yeah. just steal the pin. Yeah, exactly. That would be perfect. Not, not, maybe Naomi does uh, the big ending or whatever the hell her move is called. Uh, or no, the rear view. <laughs> big, <laughs> the big ending. <laughs> big, big ending is big easel. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Have her do the rear view to Ellsworth and completely lay him out outside the ring or something like that. But while that's happening. Carmella steals the pin on Lana. Oh, yep. man. Yeah, that, this would have been so perfect. Uh, uh, they just let opportunities slip by. Yeah, uh, whatever. <laughs> um, okay, so my take on it, you can be fit, you can be in shape, but you can still be unathletic. Yeah. Lana is not athletic. She looked, I mean, to me, so unnatural in the ring. I, I wasn't convinced by any of it. I don't know. I agree I with that. I don't know why she got in all of the offense for like most of the match that Naomi was working from behind, and then pretty much only one after the whole Carmella distraction type stuff. Yeah. It wasn't a good look for Naomi to me. I don't no, know. No, I agree with that 100%. Uh, Naomi, that, that, this match did nothing for Naomi. Um, to me, 
Yes, I agree. Uh, Lana's not an athlete, but what they did was they gave her a move set that sort of masked that, that she kind of worked, managed to work around it. Um, that, I don't even know what you would call it. That move that she hit her with, hit Naomi with on the SmackDown before, uh, I believe it was on the go home. It might've been the week before that actually. Um, that is perfect for her. It looks good. You know, she doesn't have to do all that much. Um, so I think stuff like that you can get by with. And I thought they did a pretty decent job of, you know, hiding that she's not really an athlete. I guess it didn't work for me. Uh, I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, her ring gear, though. But yeah, I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to complain. Um, now, That's all I got for that. Going through, and I'm, I'm using Wikipedia here to go through the card. Here is this. Me is too. this real? Did the uh, Did the WWE Championship match happen before the Brizongo Ascension match? Yeah, the Brizongo Ascension match was just a popcorn match. I didn't even realize they threw that in after that. Yeah. Um, okay, so WWE Championship match. We already well, hit the Brizongo. There, there had been a segment earlier in the night where there was an anonymous video. Right, yes. They did a, a Fashion yes. Files thing, right? Yeah. Yes, they had at least set up yeah. in that sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, WWE Championship match. I don't want to spend too much time on it because I don't want to get too negative. It was kind of boring. Um, I will say I liked that. Uh, I liked Randy's assault on the Singh brothers. Um yeah, he it, it seemed very violent. Though he, I don't know which one he he picked up and slammed on the table, but he kind of just he kind of just tossed him, and it looked it was awesome. He dropped him right on his head. Um, so yeah, I, I really liked that part of it. Um, I liked that they tried to involve uh, Randy's dad, uh, but here's the thing. So I was watching this. I was watching the the morning after, and. Uh, Jess asked me, you know, why are why are they all sitting at ringside, Ric Flair and Bob Orton and all that? And I said, well, because that's Randy Orton's dad, and they're going to do a Father's Day angle. That was before the match started, right. and of course they, I, I think JBL said it three times, like you beat beat Randy Orton in front of his father on Father's Day, like <laughs> they, it, it's just so blatantly obvious, like they're just smacking us in the face with it. Um, I like on the talking smack after too, and gender was on. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I didn't watch that one either. He said, uh, he said something like, uh, happy Father's Day to all you fathers out there, especially you, Bob Orr, or something like that. <laughs> um, I like that they tried to, to make that work, but they, they failed. It didn't work. Um, uh, there's honestly, I just, there's nowhere to go with this for me. I, I, I just take the belt off Jinder already. I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. It's all you now. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, I have nothing else to say. I pretty much agree with you. I wasn't into it at all. Um, you know, that's it. Yep. <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> I'm then, really disappointed that the feud isn't over, too. Right, so. and you that's what I was going to say. is you, you told me before that you had a positive spin for everything, this one being that that would be the end of the feud for Randy and Jinder. Um, and obviously that's not the case. So we're yeah. going to get more of that. Uh, Let me ask you this. If, if Jinder is going to drop the belt hopefully within the next month or so. Um, do you see that there's any chance that he drops it to Randy? I don't think so. It just th- it wouldn't make any sense to me to have him drop it to Randy now because like, you had this whole drawn-out thing and Randy hasn't gotten the better of him yet. Right. So why, you just, I don't know, you would basically be doing it to erase everything that you've done, which, hey, I'm okay with. But, um, I guess they're going to do one more match. I'd imagine 
Jinder's gonna have to go over. I think what the plan ultimately will be he'll lose it at Summer at SummerSlam to Cena. Yeah. Great American hero or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, which you know what? I will absolutely welcome Cena's seventeenth title run. <laughs> yeah, and uh I, I think you have to put, you know, uh Jinder over Randy again, so you have to do some kind of dumb gimmick match. Keep um the two idiots out, so maybe like a cell match or something. Punjabi prison match. <laughs> I would, I, I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> um, I actually, I don't even remember how that match works. To be honest, me either. <laughs> All I remember is the great Kali. Yeah, that's true. Uh, well, it was Kali and Undertaker, I think, right? Wasn't it like bamboo cages or something? something? It was terrible. It was a cage match with without a cage. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm ready to bring it back. <laughs> Um, all right, let's move on to the men's Money in the Bank match. Actually, before I do that, I, I just thought of a point from the women's Money in the Bank match that I wanted to bring up, and I'm sorry that it just came to me now. Um, and it goes back to something we were talking about one of, I don't know if it was our last episode or the one before that. It was last because we were talking about Extreme Rules. Um, and how the rules of these matches just don't make sense and leave holes in things. So... The ladder match is one that I've always loved. It, it's a great setup. There's so many cool spots you can do, and it always leads to great classic matches. And it should be a pretty cut-and-dry finish. Right. But that's the thing. When you have, whenever you have a no-disqualification match, you open the door for things like this. Like you're, you, And having an ending like this also just opens holes in things that you've been doing for, you know, what, what 40, 40, 50 years? Um, if you say it's no disqualification and then invalidate the ending and make it null, that means you've disqualified the ending. It, There's something, right. you know what I mean? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's poking holes in these matches and the rules and everything. And, right. Uh, just, I don't know, just so weird. It, it, it kind of destroys that suspension of disbelief that we're supposed well, to have. I think that the problem isn't anything about destroying suspension of disbelief. I think it has to do with a power-hungry general manager and Daniel Bryan, <laughs> who is ruling by emotion rather than by rule of the rule book. <laughs> he did this with The Miz, and now he's doing it in favor of the baby faces. He's biased. He's power-hungry. See, I, I, I don't believe that you mean that. I mean it. <laughs> I very mean it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you very mean it. Um, all right, let's go on to the the men's money in the bank match. Where do you want to start with this? Oh my god, I can't <laughs> believe Kevin Owens is alive. Oh, he takes ridiculous bumps in these matches. On um, Reddit yesterday, someone posted a GIF called "Die Owens Die," <laughs> and it shows all of the ladder bumps that he's taken in WWE alone. Oh jeez! Oh my god. It's pretty brutal. Yeah, going back to the uh, the Intercontinental ladder match at WrestleMania two years ago? Going back to his ladder match with Finn Balor. Well, that too, NXT. yeah. Oh, my God. Man, yeah, he takes some tough spots. Yeah. Um, the attack on Shinsuke beforehand, what did you think of that? Totally dug it. I was really into it. Yeah. Especially because his entrance is what people want to see. It's such a dick move. So... Yes, I, I agree. It makes perfect sense for Baron Corbin. Um, I didn't like that they did it on Shinsuke uh, because, I don't know, he's the guy that everybody was excited about. Um, 
kind of took you know took him out for a long time. You still got the spots with him at the end, so it, it kind of washed out. Yeah. But we were talking about this beforehand, um, that the possibility of Rusev showing up. And yes. it made me nervous that Rusev might be the guy to replace Shinsuke in the match and that we weren't going to get anything uh. with Shinsuke. So that whole th- thing, it kind of took away from the match a little bit for me because I was kind of just worried, gotcha. like, am I going to see Shinsuke at all in this? And, right. you know, am I going to get that Shinsuke AJ spot that we were all waiting for? So, um, yeah, didn't didn't mind it in the end, but I kind of took away in the meantime. Um, a lot of really good spots, as we talked about with Kevin Owens. Uh, Ziggler had some good ones. That that sunset flip power bomb off the top, uh, that oh was brutal. God. I oh. thought that that broke Sami Zayn's leg, and I thought that it concussed Ziggler. Oh yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it did concuss Ziggler. To be honest, um, oh, that was brutal. Uh, AJ had some good spots as well. What I really wanted to see was AJ springboard um, off the rope to the ladder at some point. Yeah. But uh, I guess they could always save that spot. He had a couple good springboard stunts. He did, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, There was a spot where Ziggler ran up the ladder, uh, you know, Shelton Benjamin style. That was pretty cool. Yeah. So a lot of good moments in the match. Um, You predicted this one right. You had Baron Corbin. And I thought Corbin, like we we talked about before... um, Corbin, Kevin Owens, uh, AJ, Sami Zayn, there, there were pretty much anybody in this match could have won it and we wouldn't have been shocked. Right. So, I mean... I'm, I'm excited. I, I really like Byron Corbin. I'm excited to see uh, him be Mr. Money in the Bank. Um, he, had, he had a couple really good lines on Talking Smack after Money in the Bank. Um, they're asking him about the fact that you know, Jinder Mahal's in so in shape and everything like that, and, uh, you know, you're not, you're not, pretty much saying you're not in shape the same way he is, and he said, I don't need abs to punch him in the face. Right, yeah. <laughs> and then his other line was, um, hard work is a crutch for people who aren't talented yeah, or something like yep, that. Yeah, yeah, that was a great line. Yeah, those are, oh my god. When he's going off the cuff like that on Talking Smack and he's not scripted the way a lot of his like on camera promos are. Yeah. He's awesome. So I'm excited to see him as Mr. Money in the Bank. I thought what he did on Tuesday night was really good. Yeah, I, I agree. I've been on here for, you know, by the way, we're almost at a year uh, since our first podcast. Oh, uh, wow. That'll be next month. Um, but I've been on here for a year talking about how much I don't like Corbin. He, he has really come around for me. Um, almost. Almost over that line where he becomes over with me, but the one thing that can push him over, cash in on Jinder Mahal and take the belt off of him. I will become a, a Baron Corbin mark in a second. Yeah, I don't think they're going to do that. I don't think so either because why would you have the heel take it from the heel? But uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised I, I, I see him take it off Cena. Uh, maybe. I mean, I, he's definitely not going to cash in on a heel, unfortunately. Right, I agree. Um. It'll be interesting to see where it goes, because I, I think that ultimately what you will see is Cena taking the belt off gender at SummerSlam. Then where they go from there, it's totally up in the air. Um, I'd be afraid if Corbin cashed in on Cena, he, that Cena would go Just doesn't over. win. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what they did with Sandow and Cena, so. Right, yeah. Yeah, uh, but with Sandow, it made sense. <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah. <laughs> um, 
Now we can't we can't come off of this match without uh, actually you know what while we're on Corbin Mahal um, I did like that spot uh, on SmackDown where he uh, you know came out just to you know get into Jinder's head a little bit. Yeah. My problem with that why can't you just have Harper go over in that case? I know you have Mahal distracted. It's not like it would be a clean win. Luke Harper needs a win. We, we're people are forgetting about Luke Harper. He hasn't been and on a pay per view in who knows how he long. He was over. Yeah, he was very over. And I think he still is kind of over if if you give him a shot, but he's just not on TV enough, and what are you doing with him? So why not get him the win over Mahal there, get him some momentum, and I don't know, it just didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I, I agree. It was, it was disappointing to see. Uh, but we can't wrap up without spending a little bit more time on that AJ Nakamura uh, series that we had going in that I'm match. I'm so glad that they actually had that stare down and then got to work rather than just have, you know, I thought that's where Baron Corbin was going like, to come in and like attack. Shit, I, scared, was, I was just going to say, and honestly, I, I would not have minded if we just had a stare down between the two of them and then maybe all four guys came in and jumped the two of them. We never got that fight between AJ and Nak because right. that would have built so much momentum for it to come down the road. People would be so excited for it. Um, but, I, I mean, I, again, I don't mind that it happened because, you know, I it think was that awesome. it did happen was the right decision, though. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind. I wouldn't mind it either way. Apparently, um, sorry, apparently, I don't know why I was just talking to my empty cup. Um, <laughs> apparently, either after it ran off the air or after a house show on Monday, they had another stare down. Really? Yes. Huh. So I really hope that. So he, okay. So here's what I'll transition this into. My overall complaint about as much as I enjoyed SmackDown this week, and as much as I enjoyed, are we going to talk about SmackDown still, or we kind of cover most of it? We did cover most of it. Yeah. So my complaint about this is the fact that. We are basically seeing a continuation of the same moods, uh, same feuds since the uh, the superstar shakeup. You know what I mean? Yeah. Randy Orton, Jinder Mahal is continuing. Orton versus I mean, why did I say Orton? Um, <laughs> Ziggler versus Shinsuke just happened again. That might have been the blow off to it, though. That was a, a big match on SmackDown. I I don't think I it think, needs to go any further. Yeah, it was better than their match at Backlash. Right. Um, <laughs> Corbin versus Sami Zayn is happening next week. We had um, Owens and AJ interacting this week, so maybe they'll have a match next week. You know what I mean? It's like literally all of the feuds are the exact same for the most part, yeah. with the women's division just being kind of a mess. But also, not the women's division's fine, actually. Um, well, this is my problem while on that point. My problem with SmackDown has been that the women's division has been the women's divisions feuding the entire time. Like, it's just been the entire women's division without any individual feuds. Well, I, I think, though, it's working because of the superstar shakeup. They think, like, the dust hasn't settled yet still. Okay, I, I'll give them that, but if it doesn't break off soon, then it's right. just getting dragged out. Oh, totally, totally. I'm, I've had enough, you know, six-pack challenge matches and stuff well, like that. I think that this Women's Money in the Bank match that's going to happen next week has to be the blow-off. I would hope where, so. Yeah, where out of this, you're going to have other feuds spin off. Um, it'll be interesting to how they're going to... Well, that's the problem. I guess the week after that, they still have to determine who's going to be the number one contender for Naomi's belt. Right, so we're just going to get another and, fatal five-way. Right, and can it be the Money in the Bank winner? Like, You know what I mean? Right. Is she then disqualified from the number one contender's consideration? This is so weird. 
Hmm. And, and, and you know what? This is a bribe. You're right, actually. Uh, you, 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 I've swayed me to you. Um, <laughs> the lack of direction in the division without having all these other feuds kind of does make it to the point where um, it's directionless. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it, unless you're going to continue Lana and Naomi, and then the which, rest of the feuds are not. The you, match, you know, they're but, not going to continue that. Like, you're going to get another Lana match, but. Why? Like they're not gonna keep get keep that going for too much longer, right? Or unless Maria Canellas is gonna get involved on some somehow. If, she's if, if that's on. the case, then I I don't. From what I I've seen at least, that's just Lana again. I I, I don't. Maybe Maria Canellas interferes in the women's money in the bank match and grabs the brief briefcase herself. So they call it a redo in the week after they do the third try. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I could see um, I could see something like that happening. The, the match that never happens correctly. <laughs> um, I want to say in the promo where they um, where they announced this, the second Women's Money in the Bank, um, everybody did a pretty good job except Tamina looked looked just totally outmatched. Well, here's the problem. I think she was supposed to emphasize you when saying that line to Charlotte. Yeah, that was bad. But she didn't. <laughs> So instead, it, and the line would have been fine if she had done that, but instead it just sounds like she used the same exact insult that yeah. Charlotte just used. Yeah. It yeah. came off looking so bad. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> if she had emphasized you, like, no, Charlotte, I'm going to make you look like Ellsworth, then it would have worked. But I, I don't know. I mean, it would have been better. I don't know if it would have worked. Okay, yeah. It, been, <laughs> it wouldn't have been so awful. Yeah, it wouldn't have stunned the crowd into absolute silence. Right. Even Charlotte was like, did you just say what I said? Like, <laughs> Um, all right. Uh, I don't know if you have anything else from SmackDown. I think we pretty much went through the whole show. To give Tamina some credit, the backstage segment that she had with Natalia talking to Daniel Bryan was pretty good. I don't know if I even remember that segment, to be honest. I think it, like, opened up SmackDown where Natalia was like, you know, Daniel Bryan, and she was trying to play it off like she was all sweet and everything like that. And Tamina was, like, behind her just making, like, looks of disgust at her. Oh, okay. It was pretty good. It, it was good. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about now. Yep, gotcha. Um, I'm just scrolling through the results of SmackDown. I think we got everything. I don't think anything else stood out. Well, this is what happens when you're trying to recap a two-hour show instead of a three-hour show, and <laughs> you got through everything a lot quicker than you thought. Yeah, and they also just, you know, <clears throat> leave things off to make it more confusing. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's just close on this. Who's your pick to win the second Money in the Bank match next week? Oh, man. Um, Which, by the way, we both picked Carmella to win that. I know. So, and, you, and you picked Corbin, so you got both Money in the Bank matches right. Um, I think they're still going to go Carmella. Yeah, I agree. I think they're going to keep it with Carmella. I hope so, at least. I could I see them she... ruining it and putting it on Charlotte or something like that. But Yeah. Um, I hope she wins in a bullshit way, too. Yep. Agreed. Man. <laughs> All right, well, uh, any other points you wanted to hit before we head out? How else did I, did I do on my picks? Uh, I don't have it in front of me, but I think, okay. let's see. Well, well we I, both, I definitely picked gender. We both picked gender. We both picked the Usos to retain, which I'm just going to count that as a win yeah. for us because, I, I mean. We both picked Naomi too, right? We did both pick Naomi, yeah. So, so the only so, thing we had disagreed on was. So you went 5-0, oh, I went 4-1. and one. Okay. Yeah. Cool. 
Uh, so yeah, we did pretty good. I, I I don't have the numbers for our overall picks. I'll, I'll get that together sometime uh, in the next fifteen uh, also, episodes. Also, my condolences to the clones for jobbing out to the hype bros on the pre-show, especially <laughs> if the hype bros are going to break up pretty soon. If that's the angle that they go with, to job out to a tag team that's leaving the division. Remember their their de- yeah. Remember their debut on SmackDown. People were starting to think like, oh, the clones might have something going here. Nope. Yeah, Instead, nope. they're jobbing no. out eight and a half minute matches on the pre-show. <laughs> that I didn't even bother to watch. Just could not care less. I had it on while I was cooking dinner. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it uh, for our Money in the Bank recap. Uh, next one, I can't even say this with a straight face, but next episode we'll be recapping Great Balls of Fire. <laughs> hashtag WWE Balls. <laughs> yeah. Is that, is that their official hashtag? I don't know, but the entire... Yeah, everybody's using it. So that's, that's what we're going to use. Uh, so look for us on Twitter at vacant title using hashtag WWE balls. Oh man. And we'll see you next time.